It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just well, welcome to down. Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. Certified Nutrition Specialist, and this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and therapeutic nutrition counseling. You know, have you noticed that when you got together with your friends and family this summer, they were not talking about the new car they just bought, but they were talking about new replacements. Their latest knee replacement. Their latest hip replacement. Now, you know, maybe not... Your age friends, Brenna, no, no. but my age friends. Right. <laughs> In fact, over 600,000 knee replacement surgeries are done each year. That is twice as many as a few years ago, and that number is expected to increase. Now, listen to this number. This is really amazing. Mm-hmm. 673% increase in the next 20 years. That's huge. That's, you can't even think of that number. What would we have done before? I don't know. <laughs> and hip replacements are expected to increase by 174% in the next 20 years. So, you know, I think it's time to ask ourselves, what are we doing to our joints? Why are our joints breaking down? What do we need to do to have pain-free joints? So that voice that you just heard, that's Brenna Thompson. She's joining me today as our co-host. And Brenna is a licensed and registered dietitian. She sees clients at our Maple Grove location and also at our North Oaks office. Brenna also teaches lots of classes throughout the Minneapolis-St. Paul area to community groups, to employees at different businesses, anywhere they'll ask us. Pretty much. Been all over the place, yes. So, Brenda, let's take a nutritional look at what foods break down joints and what foods support healthy joints. Good idea. And seriously, Dar, I don't think many people connect what they are eating to how their joints feel. But I did hear recently that one man in a weight and wellness class said that when he ate four cups of watermelon one night, his knees hurt. Now, that's kind of surprising. You think of watermelon as being really healthy. But... All that watermelon made his knees hurt. And actually, you know, maybe if he had eaten a half to a cup of watermelon, he would have been fine. But he ate a good four cups, which is like a big Tupperware full. And that sugar from that watermelon created inflammation. His knees swell swell up. How would you swell up? up? I don't know. Um, Got bigger. They got bigger. And became very painful from all that watermelon sugar. So it's kind of interesting. One of the things that you actually said, Brenna, mm-hmm. is that sugar, what did you say? Sugar does what? Sugar creates inflammation. So even that sugar that's in healthy watermelon. watermelon. Yes. And we know that watermelon is really high in sugar. It is. Yep. As as like bananas are high in sugar. Yes. And if you have half to one banana, that might be okay. Yeah. But if you're eating a whole bunch of bananas. If you're eating four bananas, probably too many. That's probably too many bananas. Yes. (laughs) Now, I found another very interesting connection to joint pain and stiffness and swelling. And Brenna, this one will even surprise you. Oh, goodness. 
Researchers are finding that especially women are at risk for having an iodine deficiency. Well, I don't find that that surprising. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the connection. My, yes. Well, with all my research about thyroid function, I know that if you are deficient in iodine, you can't make enough thyroid hormone. And the thyroid helps to regulate your metabolism, your body temperature, and muscle growth. So I bet people are saying, they're talking about thyroid today, and I thought they were going to be talking about joint health. Well, we're getting there. We will. <laughs> you know, the lack of iodine, it can lead to goiters because mm-hmm. we are we are sort of in the goiter belt. We are in the goiter belt. It can lead to fatigue, yes, weight gain, muscle weakness, constipation, and it even can lead to breast cyst, little, like little tumors, cysts in the breast. And that one I did not know. So that is surprising. Okay, see? You learn something new every day. (laughs) And studies link low iodine levels to higher rates of breast cancer. That's another interesting one. That is an interesting one. So low iodine levels and higher rates of breast cancer, stomach cancer, heart disease. And the recommended RDA for iodine for women is about 150 micrograms. But for pregnant women, it's higher, around 220 micrograms. So when the people are pregnant, the baby needs some iodine, and we need to have more iodine in our system. Yes, we do. So iodine deficiencies appear to be on the rise again, especially among women, and can result, again, in many, many different kinds of symptoms. This is just one little mineral that we've been talking about. Yep. Dry skin is another symptom. Puffy face. Depression. Thinning hair, mm-hmm. we see, and here we're back. Here we go. Joint pain. Yes. Joint stiffness, joint swellness, and even muscle aches and tenderness. And, you know, it's kind of like the body gets kind of stiff and achy all over. Right. Which, now, who would ever connect that an iodine deficiency could cause all these symptoms? Well, and it's interesting because a lot of those symptoms are symptoms of low thyroid function. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have enough iodine in your body, your thyroid loves iodine. Mm -hmm. You don't have enough iodine, low thyroid, very similar symptoms. And it's interesting, isn't it, Brenna? Because, I mean, you did a major, I think your research paper on... My thesis was on thyroid function. Yes. Yeah. So, (laughs) And we are seeing it as an epidemic problem for especially women these days. Yes. It seems almost like at least every other client that comes in today is on some type of thyroid medication. Yeah. Or if we look at all their symptoms, we say, I think you should go have your thyroid, a total panel of thyroid mm-hmm. tests taken. Yes. And, and maybe you want to talk just a little bit of what, what we mean when we say the thyroid thyroid. Panel. Yeah, so if you're having a lot of those symptoms and you're just not getting relief uh, from other therapies, then having your thyroid levels tested and you want, you need the full thyroid panel and it's your health, so you can push for that. But you need the TSH, you need to have your T4, your T3. I also recommend getting your free T3 tested and we really encourage people to get their antibodies tested because that lets us know if your antibodies are elevated, but maybe your TSH still looks kind of normal, mm-hmm. then we can say, well, you are probably at very high risk for developing 
that autoimmune Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And possibly we can recommend a way of eating that's going to put that in remission. Right. Or if the antibodies are normal, but maybe the TSH doesn't look normal or you have a lot of these symptoms, then we might say, well, maybe it's not autoimmune, but it could be from nutrient deficiencies. Right. So So when we're going back to iodine, Brenna, yep. what foods should people be eating? Because we always want to go back to food. We and, do. Well, we would we want like you to eat. We do. <laughs> I love food. <laughs> but to have sufficient iodine, you need to eat some seaweed. Okay, and that's a big step for me, I know. That could be a big step, yeah. So maybe the occasional sushi, or they have some fun little seaweed snacks now. But oysters, mussels, cod, salmon, those saltwater fish, shrimp, even my favorite, sardines. But then also making sure that if you are salting your foods at home, I really recommend that people buy unrefined sea salt with Mm -hmm. iodine. With iodine. And that salt should be pink, gray. Because then it has those other nutrients in it. Yes. So, or, you know, what some people do. What do they do? They take a supplement. Yeah. With 150 micrograms of iodine. I mean, that can be in a, a liquid or it can be in another type of a supplement. Mm-hmm. It's, in a, it's a good insurance policy. Because even a small deficiency of iodine can cause joint pain. But let's look at some other causes of joint pain. So, researchers have actually found... Correcting low levels of vitamin D. Now, we talk about this all the time. Vitamin D, vitamin D can provide pain relief in people with knee and hip pain. That's just vitamin D. It's just, yeah, it is. It's so simple. But a recent study reported in the Journal of Clinical Rheumatology found that 70% of new patients with inflammatory joint disease had a vitamin D deficiency. And you that's 70%. of people that have inflammatory joint disease. Yeah. They have low vitamin D. Yes, they do. So I guess, you know, if you're having joint pain, the very first test that you should ask for is a test to determine your vitamin D level. And let's face it, if it's 12... You're at risk. How about if it's 17? You're still at risk. What if it's 25? Still at risk. So what's a good level, Brenna? You want to keep your vitamin D levels between 50 and 80. And you really, again, this is where you ask your doctor, what's my level? Because sometimes they'll say, oh, it's normal. Mm-hmm. But it's your health. You get to know what that number is. Yes. And, and you want it between 50 and 80. Mm-hmm. And we need to go to break. Okay. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. It is estimated that 50 million U.S. adults report they suffer from sore joints. And most people now realize taking over-the-counter pain relief medications such as Tylenol or Advil for a long period of time is not healthy or a safe option for your liver or stomach lining. So now, Brenna, I think you need to say that one more time because I'm not sure that most people do know that. I don't think they do. But taking those over-the-counter pain relief medications like Tylenol, Advil for long periods of time is not a safe option for your liver or your stomach. Mm -hmm. So we want to share some joint support supplements that when taken with a balanced diet can relieve the pain and actually heal your joints. And we'll be discussing more of those when we come back from break. And if you've got questions for us about your joint health, give us a call at 651-641-1071. When my family starts with, what's for dinner, what's for dinner, sometimes I feel the answer is a plate of desperation with a big side of stress. 
With no plan, it's too easy to hit the drive-thru or the deli for a meal that's overpriced and overprocessed. But now there's an answer to the daily dining dilemma, the Weight and Wellness Way Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Because it's a cookbook, it's got recipes sure to become family favorites. Because it's a nutrition guide, it explains how to eat for good health. You'll feel good, too, eating real food that tastes delicious. The nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness have helped thousands of people use nutrition science to feel their best. And now you can find their wisdom summed up in one book. Then the next time they start with what's to eat, you can say wild rice meatballs or easy almond chicken or an egg bake for brunch. Real food and real nutrition will make it real easy with the Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. Get your copy for $24.95 at any Nutritional Weight and Wellness location or online at weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're wondering what a balanced diet is, because when we before break we went, Brennan, you talked about following a balanced diet. Well, let me suggest you order our new Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. That's a Weight and Wellness Cookbook and Nutrition Guide. And just follow one of the menu plans in there. It's balanced. Pretty, very balanced. Very balanced. <laughs> Each recipe is easy to follow and will tell you how to make it either gluten-free or dairy-free if you need to have it that way. Um, because we know people are busy, we try to limit the number of ingredients and to, we try to keep the recipes really simple to make, but great tasting. Exactly. That's what I've heard people say about it. They say, I love this cookbook because not a lot of ingredients, and it tells me how to complete the meal. Yes. And the Weight and Wellness Cookbook is a great guide to get so that you can get started following an anti-inflammatory eating plan. You know, if you just stop into one of our locations, or you can actually order it online, weightandwellness.com. And keep listening because after the next break, Brenna is going to share information about how a new supplement that we just found is really helping relieve joint pain. Yeah. Very. Within weeks. Wow. Impressive. But yes, so we have a question here that I think we're going to take. Okay. Good morning, Mr. John. You have a question for us? Uh, Yes, I do. Um, My wife has Graves' disease. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, the doctor back then decided that he was going to irradiate the, the thyroid. He, so basically, she doesn't have a thyroid. Right. Correct. What I was curious about is, should she take iodine? Is it going to actually work without having a thyroid? Um, or will it interfere with her medication? Um, I don't necessarily think there's any reason to think about supplementing at this point, because her thyroid has pretty much been destroyed with the radiation um if she's still having symptoms of now probably hypothyroidism then i would recommend working with her doctor on her medication dose okay she has been doing that i i guess i was just curious you know you mentioned a couple of the symptoms, and I was like, you know, that that's spot on. Well, you know, like to... that that is kind of an interesting thing to think about, John, is, you know, we automatically think of iodine as helping the thyroid, but is it, again, a mineral that is going to be needed for lots of other things in the body? So I think maybe supplementing with just that 150 micrograms would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because... Again, it's 
it's needed for other parts of the body, so it can't hurt. I wouldn't sub- I wouldn't supplement with more than that, though. No. That's oh. kind of the upper limit. Okay, so you don't think that it'll interfere with... No, I don't think it'll interfere at all with that amount. No, no. and, Terrific. you know, um, anytime someone's on a thyroid medication, of course, take it in the morning before you eat anything or take other, especially mineral supplements. So I would take the iodine later in the day. Yes. Away from the medication. Good, good, interesting question, John. Thank you for the call. And thank you. Yep. So we were talking, before we went on break, we were talking about how low vitamin D can make you know, make your it, joints hurt. Yep. Yes. So what else, Brenna? What? Oh, okay. Um. So, well, we were kind of also talking about sugar, mm-hmm. I believe. We and always talk about sugar. We, yeah, we kind of like to pick on sugar quite a bit. <laughs> um. But could there be a sugar connection to painful joints? And Dr. Richard Johnson, in his book, The Sugar Fix, points out how ads for soft drinks and other products that are sweetened with large amounts of sugar and high fructose corn syrup often feature young, active people. Yes, they do. Yes. But if they these ads were to show the real effect of sugar on the body, then they would show a depressed, overweight person using a cane because of knee and back pain, just kind of hobbling along. So it's kind of interesting. Sugar actually damages the collagen, mm-hmm. which is the main component of connective tissue in the tendons, and in the ligaments, and in the cartilage. And it's even in the inner portions of the bones. Right. And when we've damaged our collagen, of course, that collagen also makes up our skin. So we might develop wrinkles. And collagen keeps us young looking. So if we are damaging our collagen with lots of sugar, we're going to look older. It it ages us. That's kind of interesting. So what helps our joints actually helps prevent us from having wrinkles. Right. Yeah. So there is actually more to the story about how sugar affects our joints. You know, eating a higher sugar diet increases your risk for gout. And that's an interesting one that, again, I don't think people think of. And it's actually the most common form of inflammatory arthritis, and it especially happens to men most usually. Right. But I've also had women clients with gout. Oh, of course. Yes. And basically, researchers have known for 50 years that fructose or sugar raises the uric acid, and that uric acid in the body can form these painful crystals, and they kind of cluster in your joints, and that's what makes that joint hurt. And the incidence of gout has doubled in the U.S. since 1969. So that's, I think, about 45 years, if I'm doing my math right. So in the last 45 years, it is that right? 45? I think so, roughly. Okay. Uh, so that, so that your the the incidence of gout has more than doubled. Mm-hmm. So then we have to ask, what has happened to the sugar consumption during that time? And this is interesting. It has increased by 30% in the last 45 years. That's a lot of sugar. So what happened to the frequency of knee replacement surgery? That's another interesting question. It has tripled. And it's going to go up by another 600 and some odd percent. (laughs) Yes. So is there a connection to the sugar? And the knee replacement and knee surgeries? I would say so. And these high sugar foods lead to inflammation 
which slowly breaks down the joints. So if you're starting to have joint problems, take a close look at the foods you're eating. Maybe you're waking up and eating a bowl of cereal and having some toast and a banana for breakfast. That's just too stressful for your joints. And I think most people would just not connect that, Brenna. No, because they think they're having a healthy breakfast. Yes. But it's too sugary, even if they're eating plain cereal. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because I I think there's a lot of people that, and because they've come in and they've told us this, this is what they do. They have this bowl of cereal, and, of course, they put milk and sugar on it. Mm-hmm. And then what they do is they have a piece of toast, and they slice up a banana on top of it. Right. And maybe it's the greatest whole grain toast in the world, mm-hmm. but too much sugar. So here's another one. If you're eating a sub sandwich, and, you know, we hear ads all the time on TV that sub sandwiches are good, right? Well, that's what they'd like us to think. Yes. And, you know, usually with a sub sandwich, this is what clients tell me. They have a Coke and chips and, of course, a cookie. Because it comes with the meal deal. Yep. And do you know what? That is really too stressful for your joints. Think about that. That's stress on your joints. Yeah. That sub sandwich is stressful for your joints. Or if you open a can of Mountain Dew and have it with a bag of M&Ms for your middle of the afternoon pick-me-up, way too stressful for your joints. And I love that to think about those foods as being stress factors. And I think most people would never guess that sugar is a stress factor. They might think, oh, sugar's not great for me, but not necessarily stressful for me. So think of your favorite foods that could lead you needing a knee replacement. Well, while you think of that, we do need to go to break. Okay, we'll come back to that. Okay, so you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're experiencing knee or hip pain, it would help to lose 10 pounds, 30 pounds, for some people even more. So losing weight for most people is one of the most difficult tasks they take on. It is. We hear it all the time. You know it's important. You know, you say to yourself, yeah, I've got to do this. But it's difficult to be mindful and aware of what is in the food all the time. Yeah, and that's where our Nutrition for Weight Loss counseling and classes help people reduce their weight. For every 10 pounds you lose off your body, it actually takes 40 pounds of stress off your knees and hips. That is interesting. You lose 10 pounds and you take 40 pounds of stress off your knees and hips. So we have new Nutrition for Weight Loss series starting the week of August 12th. And we have them starting in St. Paul, North Oaks, Lakeville, Maple Grove. So check our website, weightandwellness.com, for times and locations. Or if you have more questions about our classes, just call 651-649-3438. No, that's not. Is that right? The, no, it's 699-3438. Okay. Well, I knew there was a mistake. <laughs> All right. We'll see you when you come back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Earlier, I mentioned 50 million U.S. adults complain of stiff and sore joints, which often impact their quality of life. If you experience joint pain, I want to share some information about a very effective joint supplement. So this supplement is called Osteovantive. And Osteovantive has been shown to support the joint pain or support pain-free healthy joints and has no side effects. 
So what is in this well-researched, remarkable product? Well, Osteovantiv contains undenatured type 2 collagen, which is used to make cartilage, tendons, and ligaments. And we talked about this making collagen before. We did. So supporting joints, supporting your bones, your skin, all of that. Now, just when you just said that, it supports collagen. So Mm -hmm. hmm, I wonder if people start looking younger when they start taking Maybe they do. We should ask the researchers. Yes. Plus, Osteovantive contains an ingredient from hops that supports pain relief through its anti-inflammatory properties. So not only does it help rebuild the collagen, but it also takes away the pain. And we know that this ingredient that's in hops has already been used a lot as an anti-inflammatory pain reducer. And we have a product that's called Caprex. And it's very similar to what they put in this joint, uh, healthy joint supplement. Yep. So here's something interesting about this product. In a recent 12-week case study, so 12 weeks, they had 13 people. Now, I know that's not a big number. No. But they had lots of pain and inflammation. And basically what happened is their inflammation score decreased by 58%. Now, this is all the people had results, right. not just one or two, but all of them had results. All 13. Res- and, you know, I w- just one of the other things about this research uh, group, they didn't change their diet. Whatever they were eating, all they did is they gave them the supplement. And, and it worked. still got 58%. Can you imagine what would happen if you f- changed your diet, took out the sugar? And also took osteovantive. Yeah. So basically, at the end of the 12 weeks, no one wanted to give up their supplement. They wanted it because they were feeling the results, and they wanted to continue to take this osteovante um, and continue it. Right. And I think that most people know that omega-3 fatty acids at a dosage of about 3,000 to 4,000 milligrams also help to reduce inflammation. And that's probably where we would start with a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, if you've just got a little discomfort... Make sure that you're taking enough fish oil, omega-3s, good quality to help reduce inflammation. Mm -hmm. I also think that many people find benefit when they take 1,500 milligrams of glucosamine, and we know we have to take that much for it to be effective, and 1,200 milligrams of chondritin. Right. And that's what most supplements have in it. Yeah, but you also have to make sure that if you're reading the label that you're taking enough capsules. Exactly, and sometimes it's two, sometimes it's three, three. sometimes it's six. You have to read the label. Yeah, but osteovantiv is even more effective as an anti-inflammatory joint support. So now I know we had another question about hyaluronic acid. Right, yes. So off of our Facebook page, someone just wanted to know, I think just kind of general information about hyaluronic acid. Mm-hmm. And so this hyaluronic acid, or HA, comes from chicken's combs. Yeah. And it makes it, you know, how they stand up and they're kind of fluffy. and Yeah. And that's what it does. And what it does is it hyaluronic acid draws fluid water, basically, into the joint, carrying nutrients so that the joint can heal. And it sort of supports that cartilage so it makes it kind of soft. And, and squishy. Yeah. That's often right. squishy. Yes. Yes. So all these things help, and it just depends on, you know, 
what, what people are looking for. So if people have questions today about joint health, give us a call here in the studio at 651-641-1071. And we were talking about, I know we were talking about sugar. Well, of course we were. And I think we had asked people to think of their favorite foods that might be needing them a knee replacement. So if people are eating things like blueberry or strawberry rhubarb pie, (laughs) muffins, it is the season, muffins, pizza, french fries, corn chips, pancakes, and waffles, Mm -hmm. all high sugar foods that are going to cause inflammation. Now, we're not the only people that are saying this. You know, Dr. Mike Hyman, author of The Blood Sugar Solution, said, Dietary sugars and refined flours are the biggest triggers of inflammation. Say that again. Like sugars and refined flours are the biggest trigger of inflammations. They cause insulin levels to spike and start a cascade of biochemical reactions that turn on genes and lead to chronic and persistent inflammation. Very scientific. (laughs) Gone are the stacks of pancakes. Right. Now, in our classes, we teach people how to change their nutrition to reduce aches and pains. And some foods, such as sugar, can have a very negative effect on our body and our joints. And sugar creates aches and pains. And I think we've got some questions coming on the line here. So we'll be able to take a few of those right now. Good morning, Miss Patty. You have a question? Good morning, Patty. Hello, Miss Patty. Well, I believe she had a product question. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hello. I, there you are. Oh, I'm sorry. I, can you hear me now? Yes, we, yes can. we can. Okay. I had a um, very messy um, knee replacement, and it's very stiff, and I have a lot of pain three years later. And they told me that because they found some surprise stuff in that, that they had to actually cut and move a lot of ligaments and tendons tendons. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if that product would help a situation like that. I think it would. And uh, another possibility is just to take straight Caprex, which is the, it's the, um, the ingredient in hops that reduces pain and also reduces inflammation. Okay. And it would, should support that joint so that it starts to heal better. Okay, all right. Yeah. Especially those little nerves and yeah. tendons that got moved around. And okay, so Patty, you... mo- most people need to take a couple of Caprex a day. Okay. Some people need to take four. I mean, people just have to see what level that they need in order to reduce the pain. Okay, because they've told me, you know, there's nothing they can do that the tendons are, are cut and they're... they're oh, I, like I always that. think that we can heal things. You know, okay. So, but would the osteo was? It? I think that would also be great. Either be one, maybe okay. that would actually be better because maybe that would, with the, um, would actually the collagen support would go in and help. That's what I was. Yeah, I think you're right. Exactly. Okay. Do that oh. one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank okay. you. Okay, we've got another question. Thank you. Okay. So much. Thank you, Patty. Okay. Good morning, Liz. You have a question about glucosamine? Yes, I have a glucosamine tablet that also has chondroitin and mm-hmm. MSM. Yep. I'm wondering, what is MSM? Well, it's called a nutritional sulfur. And what it does is, again, it supports tissue healing. And if they, often they put um, that in with uh, glucosamine and chondroitin. It's great great add addition. Brenna, did you have any other thing on MSM that you... 
No. No, okay. I think you kind of covered it. It just supports okay. joint health. And, and, and any kind of tissue healing yeah. it supports. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're very welcome. Well, those are good questions. Those are good questions. And we're coming up on our last break for the day. Okay. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're struggling with acid reflux and wondering what foods are giving me this acid reflux, well, join me Friday, August 8th on Care 11 News at 4 p.m. as I show you foods to avoid and foods that are good to eat for your digestion. Mm, That sounds good. Yeah, nothing like a little shameless self-promotion here. (laughs) (laughs) So that's Friday, August 8th, CARE 11, 4 p.m. news. I also want to alert you to next week's great Dishing Up Nutrition show with brain-building foods for kids and teens. And this is so applicable uh, because kids are getting ready for school. And it really is much more than just buying new jeans and a backpack and binders. Yes. It's about cooking and preparing foods that are going to support their learning. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about breakfast. Yes, that's right. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back. A lot of times when you bump into someone who's lost weight, you say, hey, how'd you do that? I'm here with Leo. I bet you hear that a lot. You've lost almost 50 pounds. How'd you do that? I went to Nutritional Weight and Wellness and took their Nutrition for Weight Loss program. And what's that about? That's an eating plan that allows you to eat real food and you lose weight. Are you hungry? No, not at all. I eat six times a day, and one of their mottos is stay ahead of hunger, and that's exactly what I do. Now, Leo's a dad of teens, a husband, a full-time worker, busy young man in his 40s, and you say you don't really exercise. No, uh, much to the dismay of my nutritionist, I haven't been able to exercise. But you've still been able to lose weight. Yeah, absolutely. Leo says it's changed his life. Maybe it can do the same for you. It's the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. If you want to find out what Nutrition for Weight Loss can do for you, go to weightandwellness.com or place a call, 651-699-3438. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, I just want to remind people that, you know, after 20 years, our St. Paul office has a new location. You know, we are on the corner of Snelling and Portland now, and it's 45 Snelling Avenue North. That's just one block north of Summit. We have our own parking lot, so you can just pull in pull and in. fight for a place. And no stairs. No stairs. <laughs> and it is convenient. And it's just minutes off of Highway 94. It's... um. You know, we also have a new location in Mendota Heights, and that is just off of Highway 10 and Dodd Road. And honestly, we already have a very busy schedule of classes and clients in just a few couple of weeks. Wow. And so if you need information or directions, just call our office at 651-699-3438. And we have a caller that has some questions. We do. And thank you, Liz, for being so patient with us, but you have, uh, Miss Liz, a question about inflammation? I, I wanted to know, where, where can I find these products you mentioned? Osteovantive and Cap, Cap, Cap? Caprex, um, at our office at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You have both of us? Yes, we do. Okay, thank you. I watch you all the time and I order from you. Oh, oh there you That was easy. Yeah, good. <laughs> <Wonderful>. Thank you. <laughs> So, you know, before we went on break, we were talking about sugar not being a good food. Right. But we want to talk about some foods that have really a powerful, positive effect on joints. That wild-caught salmon is great. And you can get it in cans or you can get it fresh. 
frozen, whatever. Exactly. And, and that has a, you know, that it has omega-3 fatty acids in it. And it really has a real good positive effect. And yours is sardines. Which I is love all... sardines. I had them this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have salmon today. Wow. But, Very anti-inflammatory. Yes. Now, I know a lot of listeners are saying to their radio right now, but I thought the arthritis in my knee was from my genetics. You yes. know, my great-grandma Ethel had bad knees. <laughs> you know, the truth is 90% of your health or lack of health is from your eating and lifestyle habits and only 10% from your genetics. And that's so true for many, many diseases. Mm-hmm. Now, another doctor that you may have seen on TV is Dr. Nicholas Paracone. And he's written that we have to understand and accept the simple but painful fact of life. Sugar can be toxic. He just puts it right out there, doesn't he? Yes, he does. So sugar is toxic. And ingesting sugar causes a rise in your blood sugars, resulting in a burst of inflammatory chemicals that spread throughout your body. So, you know, when we're talking about it, and Derek, Dr. Paracone really uh, specializes in skin health. Mm-hmm. So it's, again, it's anti-aging to do anti-inflammatory eating. So the wild-caught salmon versus the sugar really makes a difference yes, in it does. What, how fast you age. And we know that chronic high blood sugars cause inflammation and can actually damage the cartilage. And, you know, again, the cartilage is that soft, spongy material between your bones that protect them from rubbing together, rubbing each other. And when they rub, and they damage them. Yes, they and break pain, it down. Painful. Very painful. And we have a question okay. about joint pain. All right. So good morning, Miss Therese. You have a question? Hi, yes. I was wondering, um, does it matter how long you've had joint pain? Um, would those supplements still work? And... How soon after you start taking supplements would that, um, would it help? And can I just hang up and listen? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, I would say um, from the research that people started to notice very quickly with less pain. And honestly, you, you're taking uh, ingredients in that, that that supports the collagen production and it's going to support the cartilage. So... I, you know, personally, I do a lot of different things. If my joints have been bad for a long time, I would do the omega-3 fish oil. Absolutely. I'd do the glucosamine chondritin. Yep. And what else would you do, Brenna? Well, I think if you're having a lot of pain, I would definitely add in either the osteovantive or the Caprex. Yeah, probably the osteovantive is actually better, don't you think? Especially for the joints. And I would, the thing is with that hops extract, I have clients when they, especially if they change their diet and they take the Caprex together, within days they notice a difference. Okay, good. It's incredible. Yep. And this kind of goes along with Miss Teresa's question, but if you think about when your osteoarthritis started, maybe it started in your childhood. Yes, maybe it did. So I don't know if people remember Jamie Oliver from the Food Revolution, or he originally, I think like 20 years ago, was called the Naked Chef. Oh, really? On Food Network. I didn't know that. Yes, because he cooked with real naked ingredients. Okay. Yeah. But he was from Great Britain, and he tried to get schools here in the U.S. to feed kids better school lunches. And he calculated that the amount of sugar the students in the Los Angeles school district were consuming in one week 
from the chocolate and strawberry milk to be 57 tons of sugar. He filled a school bus with 57 tons of sugar from the milk. Amazing. Now, you know, the milk was low fat. Oh, boy. (laughs) And Michelle Obama thinks that that's great. And she recommends low fat milk. But the food companies, what they do is they they replace the fat with sugar in low fat milk. Yes. So it just makes no sense because fat helps to keep the joints hydrated and the cartilage soft and spongy, while sugar breaks down the joints and the cartilage. And the fat supports brain health, and the sugar destroys the brain. Yeah. So we're not supporting learning with it. I know. This makes no sense, does it? It makes no sense. But then, you know, she's not a, you know, some of these recommendations come from people that are not nutritionists. That's right. And when you have osteoarthritis, the cartilage has been damaged by inflammation, And soon you have bone rubbing on bone, and then you're in pain, heading to the hospital for a knee replacement. Mm -hmm. Not a good sign. No, not at all. So, again, the best anti-inflammatory foods begin in your kitchen. And I I think most of us realize that when we eat pizza, we feel inflamed. I think if people really stopped and thought about it. Nobody ever feels great after eating pizza. No. You know, and they they feel inflamed and achy the next day. So here's something. I just don't eat pizza. You know, so I traded in pizza for just a nice bowl of chili made with grass-fed beef. And if people want pizza, we have that great deep dish pizza recipe. Exactly. In our new cookbook. And it's delicious. Yes. Even my husband loves it. Oh, good. Yeah. (laughs) That's when you know it's good. (laughs) We worked on that recipe. Yes. And I've traded in good old pasta salad with Miracle Whip. Oh, that's a summer thing. It is a summer thing. So instead of the pasta salad, make salmon salad, which you can even find on our website, made with real mayonnaise. So healthy fats from the salmon and the mayonnaise and real carbohydrates from celery and maybe a side of some blueberries. Because again, the pasta is inflammatory and the refined soybean oil in Miracle Whip is also inflammatory compared to the unrefined safflower mayonnaise, which is going to be anti-inflammatory. And blueberries are anti-inflammatory. That's great. Just all anti-inflammatory in one dish. In one dish. You know, this also happens to a lot of people. Sometimes we're in such a rush. We need to grab something for a snack. And what do people do? They grab a cereal bar. You know, granted, they're easy, but they're very inflammatory. Cereal bars are inflammatory. They are Who inflammatory. Would ever think of that because they contain a lot of high fructose corn syrup. And you pointed out also this morning before the show that they also contain honey. Honey, which and is sugar. It is sugar. And people say, but it's a natural sugar. It's, it's sugar. sugar. It's just sugar. And they also contain trans fats or refined oil. Again, inflammatory. Now, we feed cereal bars to our kids because the food factories have told us they're healthy because they're low in fat. Right. So it's really, it's starting to get to be time to stop listening to food commercials (laughs) and really start to look at food labels. Yes. And instead of grabbing that cereal bar, something that's just as easy that I love to keep in our refrigerator are the Thousand Hills grass-fed beef sticks. Mm -hmm. Those are great. Or my other favorite is just getting a good nitrate-free 
hard salami. Mm -hmm. And I keep that around and can have that maybe with if somebody's gluten sensitive, they could have a few gluten free crackers. Or if somebody's not, maybe put that on some wasa crackers Mm -hmm. and have a nice afternoon snack that's not going to leave them feeling so inflamed. Or some people just have that with an apple. And maybe some blueberries. (laughs) You know, so. Well, I hope we've given you a lot of good information about joint health in the Sopranos. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you, Darren. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.